from the NLRPD to KTHV to behind the microphone. It's Scott Romine with Guatney Unplugged. Hey, welcome back to Guatney Unplugged. Scott Romine here. So excited to talk to our next guest. She has been in the stunt business since the 70s, and she was in the top three television shows of all time, in my opinion. She's been on the A-Team, Knight Rider, Dukes of Hazard. Miss Debbie Evans. How are you today, Debbie? I'm very good. How are you, Scott? Oh, I'm just excited to talk to you. I, I'm a huge motorcycle nut, and then you have you were on every TV show that I was raised on, basically, and just excited <laughs> to talk to you. What is your first memories of motorcycles? My first memories of motorcycles are with my dad. He took me out to a place where they were building a freeway on-ramp and put me on a little motorcycle when I was six year old six years old, unbeknownst to my mother. And that was my first day of motorcycle riding. What was, um, what was he like? I, was he a racer? Yes. Well, he wasn't a racer then. He was just getting into motorcycling. He had a little mini bike with a uh, Yamaha 80 engine in it. So it was pretty, uh, pretty fast. And um, he got started in trials, actually. And... Uh, we would go camping and riding as kids and spend the entire weekend out. And I would ride from sun up to sundown and, uh, I go to sleep at night and I hear motorcycles buzzing in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> do you still ride pretty often? Yes, we do. Um, my husband's three time national trials champion and I'm an official women's world champion because there were no women riding at my level at that time. And uh, so we go back and we ride vintage, vintage trials events, and we just have been having a blast doing that. You we know, also have what, street bikes. Oh, okay, you do ride. have street bikes. What do you ride on the street? I have a, a Triumph uh, Bonneville that I love, and I have my Ducati 996 from Matrix Reloaded that the directors gave me. Really? They gave you that bike? They gave me a bike. We had uh, 12 motorcycles all in the Matrix Green, and uh, we thrashed them pretty good. So um, I had mentioned that I love Ducatis, and they're just so beautiful, and I just wanted one. And did they know where I could get a deal? And they said, what color do you want? <laughs> I, I said, are you serious? And they said, what color do you want? And I said, red. <laughs> Oh, of course. It has to be red. You know, for, for the listeners that don't know, tell us what Observe Trials Motorcycle Competition is. Observe Trials is uh, like the gymnastics of motorcycling. You ride over obstacles and uh, huge, huge things like up waterfalls and over logs and off drop-offs and things like that. And your score is kind of like golf, where <laughs> you would walk to your next hole and then set up, and then the person with the least amount of points wins. Um, so at the higher levels, it is extremely difficult. Uh, if you go to YouTube and watch Tony Bow, this is what it's evolved to. And we used to do some amazing things in national and international competition. And these motorcycles don't have seats on them, correct? No, they don't. They're very slim down. 
uh, nimble. They're very quick. Uh, they're just amazing motorcycles. Uh, the only way I can say it is it's like the gymnastics of motorcycling. Right. Because uh, you, you ride at slower speeds when you're doing the section where you're scored on. You, when you get to the section, you get off your motorcycle and plan your line of attack. And you watch other riders ride. And then when you feel you've got it down, you get on the bike and you ride. And then as soon as you're done with that, they mark your score. And then you race to the next section because uh, you only have a certain amount of time to do the day in. I got you. So at some point you started doing like an opening routine or something for like Grand National Championships or something, correct? Yeah, that's correct. I I rode for Yamaha. Um, I started riding for them when I was 15 years old. And um, so they asked me to go do these exhibitions because I do this balance, balancing act where I uh, balance my motorcycle without a kickstand down and walk around to the front wheel and then put my head on the seat and do a headstand. That's awesome. And then I would go around the track, the main track, and wheelie around the track. And so when I was just 18 years old in 1976, I flew to the Houston Astrodome and did a, a full exhibition in front of 42,000 people and got a standing ovation. Oh, my gosh. You're like the female evil Knievel. <laughs> no, I'm I'm smarter than evil. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I have as many scars or broken bones. Yeah, crashing was kind of his stick. I mean, you know, more often than not, you've seen him sliding down the freeway or whatever. But uh, so, do you? Have yeah, a- he sh- he sure did good with his marketing. He yes. was an amazing you know performer, and uh, he wasn't as good of a motorcycle rider overall. You know, I believe because it was a lot of showmanship and people were waiting for him to crash. Oh, sure. I mean, it's perception. Perception is reality, I guess, you know. Right. I mean, yeah, he, exactly. he, had, he had the cool Elvis-like suit and the everybody had a t- wind-up toy and it was, it was uh-huh. kind of a thing back then. What led to movies? I, I know you were like in a really old movie that was kind of like Death Race and what was it, Death Sport? It was it yeah, was, was kind of strange. <laughs> yeah, it was called Death Sport. And uh, it's funny because my dad rode for Montessa at the time, which rode for means he was sponsored by sponsored by Montessa in the desert for mm-hmm. District 37 Enduros. He was really good at that. And um, so, and I rode a lot of Enduros as well, you know, desert racing sure. and things like that. But um his sponsor knew a stunt coordinator who was a flat tracker and he need, he was doing this show and he needed a girl who could jump a 30 foot ravine on a motorcycle and do all this riding on these space age looking motorcycles. And so he was talking to his friend who's my dad's sponsor. And he said, you know, there's nobody in the business who's, that good i need somebody better do you know anybody and he goes well get debbie yeah handed in my dad's phone number and the rest is history i went out and tried out and they loved my size was just perfect and and i was uh really good on that bike even though it was top heavy because of all the metal that they put on it sure. and everything 
It's kind of like and, a Mad Max kind of thing. Right, yeah. It was like a futuristic thing, and uh, David Carradine was the star, and all I did was watch Kung Fu when I was a little kid <laughs> and then do, do my moves in front of my mirror. Oh, yeah, of <laughs> so, course. So uh, that was a really cool experience for me. It was also a great learning ground because I was on it for... I started in September, and I think we ended in February. But it was little bits and pieces here and there, so it was like stunt school for me. It so must I got to ask questions and digest everything and ask more questions. And then I realized I'd been training for doing movie stunt work my entire life and didn't know it. It must be strange working with people you grew up watching on television. All of a sudden, you're in a movie with them. Oh, it was, yeah, it really was. And and somebody that I kind of idolized like that, it was pretty cool. That's very, very cool. Kung Fu, uh, did you show him some moves? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was funny because I was doing all this motorcycle riding, and then one day they handed me a, a plexiglass broadsword sword that they'd made. And they said, we want you to run and jump off this embankment and swing the sword at the guy riding by. Ah. And I looked at him and I said, you're going to pay me to play? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remembered the jerk very well. I thought it was a documentary, but you doubled the, the, I guess, his carnival girlfriend in the movie, correct? Yes, I did. She was a, she was a nasty old character. <laughs> yeah, and... It's a good thing I don't know the script when I'm doing that stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, because you're people probably assume that you are the 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 girlfriend. Yeah, I'm I'm not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, what a great movie. So you rode up over a car, I remember that and kind of wheeling yep. around off of a a trailer or something if I remember right, right and went through fire. Mhm. You ever get hurt doing these things? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I did on that show for sure. Uh, it was it was a fun show to begin with. Um, they asked me what I could do in this flat area, and I said, "Oh, I could wheelie off that semi truck. I do a turning wheelie off of that." And I said, "You can you get a Volkswagen?" Yeah. And so there was a PA on the set, and he goes, "You can use mine." Oh, really? Yeah, so I rode over some PA's Volkswagen with the whole taco Sherpatee. Oh my gosh. And then and, uh, that's funny. His car yeah, so his Beetle that, is famous, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I worked with uh, one of the um managers, location managers who happened to know him. Uh, that worked on that show as well. And the guy's still bragging about it. Oh, I'm sure to this day I would <laughs> yeah. be. Hey, but I did get hurt on that one. And I had to ride through a wall of fire. I remember and it that. Was, it was set up wrong. And I knew it, even though I'd only been in the business two years, because of my motorcycling background and mechanical background of working with my dad in the garage and building things and all that, I knew it was set up wrong. And I said something... And they belittled me, ah. and I went and did it anyway, and just exactly what I thought would happen, happened. I broke through with my head and, you know, the front of the motorcycle, just a little bit of it, and then the pine flats bent, 
and pulled with me, and and so I had a burning frame around me with no. They don't. They don't have. They didn't have the really good fire protection that they have now. Right. Back then, so I got burned and spent two weeks in the burn war. Oh my gosh! So then you go on to be on the greatest television show of all time, The Dukes of Hazard, and I'm guessing you probably doubled Miss Tisdale delivering the mail because it was the old lady on the motorcycle. Yes, I did. And that was such a fun thing. She was such a spunky little lady. Oh, yeah. She loved Uncle <laughs> she was, Jesse. <laughs> uh, she was awesome, yeah. But um, what I would do is she was shorter than me and heavier than me. So I would put on those old 19, late 70s, 80s leggings, those big, thick knit things, and then I'd put tights over them to make my legs look bulkier. Oh, yeah. And uh, I ripped it up. It, I had fun. Yamaha supplied the bikes a lot of times, and sometimes they had their own. But another thing we did on that that was pretty fun was we had this split sidecar. I and remember the car, that. The car yeah. head on at us, and then at the right time, the guy hit the button, and he, he had his own controls for the sidecar, except he kept flipping it. Yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah, definitely. That's the greatest yeah, show. We get to do so many fun things. Um, I just love my job. You know, the, the shows that you worked on often, because I, I love these stunt guys and what they've done, you got to work on the big three. And a lot of times, maybe somebody worked on one, but not the others. What did you do on Knight Rider and the A-Team? On Knight Rider, I did... Uh, I turned over a car now my husband lane is a stunt rigger okay and he built a uh turnover system inside the suspension of this doom buggy that i had to come in and turn and, and then hit the button and then flip it right and uh so that's one of the main things i did i i did some other driving on that as well and then uh, the A-Team was a little driving thing that I did. I pity the fool that didn't work on the A-Team. <laughs> <laughs> My husband worked on it as well. At what, time, <laughs> at what point did you say, okay, I'm not going to just do motorcycles. I'm going to do some car stunts too. What, where did that start? Actually, it all evolved right away because I, I did Death Sport, and then I got picked up for Wonder Woman. I doubled Wonder Woman on the motorcycle. Uh, and Linda I, Carter, the real Wonder Woman, I'm yes, guessing. Yes, the real Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I did a lot of motorcycle riding on that. Yamaha supplied me all the bikes for that. Um, and so I was already, when I did Death Sport, I already saw that I wanted to do all kinds of stunts. Sure. And so I, was, I really started training immediately after that. And then, gosh, it wasn't even a, I guess it was a year later that the CBS stunt competition happened, and they asked me to compete in that against nine of the top guys in Hollywood. There was a car race, a motorcycle race, and uh, a, a horse race. That's cool. How did you all do? Of, all, of them have, all of them had aspects of stunts, and I, um, I won the car race. Oh, that's great. And I tied for second overall with, like, number one and number two stunt guy 
in in the entire movie industry. Unbelievable. And uh, so that slingshotted my career. And, you know, someone took me out and taught me 180s, reverse 180s, and 90s. And I, t- I just took off because because of my motorcycle riding, the cars came natural. I understood things like traction, momentum, suspension, RPM, lines, weighting, unweighting, uh, terrain. And that just put me lengths ahead of everybody else. Oh, yeah. And now and you're so, doing Fast and Furious. You're doing all this car stuff in those. Uh, yes. Um, uh, Fast and Furious, I've worked on one, two, three, six, seven, eight, and nine. And uh, nine's getting ready to come out. We just finished that. And uh, I just had a blast on that. You know, I double every girl that, that drives a car. And sometimes when we're out of the country, they'll stick me in as the guy. Ah, well, why not? Now, did you double well, Mel Gibson on in one of the Lethal Weapons? Because I, um, I, I know there's some motorcycle stunts in like number four. No, I didn't. I didn't do anything. I, th- there was one thing that I did on a lethal weapon, and it wasn't a motorcycle thing. It wasn't a motorcycle stunt. I got you. You no. did work with Charles Bronson in one of the Death Wish movies, though. Yes, I did. And Charles Bronson is a big motorcycle fan. In fact, one of the times we were out at a trial, he showed up and just was spectating. Did he really? Yeah, he was a really nice guy. I got to ask. I loved working with him. Oh, that's great. I've got to ask you about one of my favorites is RoboCop because that was filmed not far from me in Dallas. What did you uh-huh. do on RoboCop? RoboCop, I did pickup shots. I had to drive a car with a guy on the hood, um, and the windshield was completely shattered, and they waited till the sun was going down, so I couldn't see anything. Ah. And I had to do a 180 and a bunch of stuff with him on the hood. Cobra, you worked with Stallone. Yes. What was he like? Um, he he could be arrogant and uh, you know tough yeah. to deal with, and but he's a lot nicer now. Yeah, he's, he's probably calm, calmed in his age. I yeah, guess. you know, there was so much pressure on those guys to be the best of the best. And, oh, yeah. You know, um, right. that he, he was up against Arnold back cocky. then. <laughs> I'm sorry. He was up I'm against sorry, Arnold back then. So there you yeah. go. Well, there you uh, go. Terminator, you've worked on a couple of those. Yes. Gosh, you've just full circle. Yeah, um, yeah the Terminator 2 and just finished the the other Terminator movie that just came out, the Dark mo- Fate. The movie Dark Fate. Yeah, I, I doubled uh, Linda Hamilton and um, Mackenzie Davis driving uh, on the last one. And then on the first one, Terminator 2, I, I did a lot of the physical work for Linda. That's awesome. And, and also rehearsing a lot of things that she could do because she was very athletic. So we really worked as a team, and she, she's an awesome lady. Thank you so much. Debbie Evans, top stunt performer in the world. Scott Romine for Guatney Unplugged. We'll see you next Saturday.